0: You're listening to the Expert Real Estate Tips Podcast, where we give home buyers and sellers tips for saving time and money and help them avoid disappointment and discouragement when buying or selling a home. You can catch all of our episodes right here or on our YouTube channel, Tampa to Enjoy. That's Tampa, the number two, enjoy. Now, here's your host, Lance Moore. Hi everyone, this is your Tampa Bay realtor Lance Moore and in this video I want to talk about how to choose a mortgage lender and then I'm gonna more specifically go over mortgage brokers versus banks versus credit unions. Tell you the difference of those, tell you the pros, tell you the cons, and then we're gonna go over a little bit about what questions you need to ask the lender to make sure you get a really good mortgage lender for you. So let me start off talking about the different types of institutions where you could get home loans through. A lot of times when people think about buying a home, they think, hey, let me just give my local bank, Bank of America, Wells Fargo a call, or let me give my credit union a call, or what's the whole thing with mortgage brokers, what's a mortgage broker, how does that work? What's the difference between a mortgage broker and a bank? the difference between that and a credit union. So I'm gonna go over all those. Let me first start off with credit unions. And you know I'm just gonna give you how I see it because I've been in this industry for over 20 years. Prior to being in real estate as, as an agent, my prior life was a mortgage banker. And that's what I did for a number of years. So I'm gonna give you things how I see them. So I, I'm not a big fan of credit unions, first off. I think credit unions are great they, you know, they do car loans, they do checking, savings, CDs, much like a bank. They have really, really good customer service. They really care about their members and I think that's great. The problem is I don't really think the training's there and I'm a person that really, really believes in knowledge. Now, I'm not saying that if you work with a credit union or you know someone with the credit union or have gone through a credit union, I'm not saying this about all credit unions, I'm using this in a general sense, they just don't have the best training in the world. The other problem with credit unions is the people who are doing the loans, the loan officer at the credit union, a lot of them are strict salary and then if they're not strict salary, they're salary plus bonuses and I'll get to this in a little bit later. So. That's why I'm not really a big fan. Years ago when I used to be in mortgage banking, I actually used to go to credit unions. They were some of my clients to get loans from because they didn't have all the knowledge and they were telling people they weren't qualified because they could not work with them. Now, the good thing about credit unions, because they are so customer service oriented, they would pick up the telephone and say, hey, Lance, we can't do this loan. Can you do it? you know, so at least they're going to do that. Banks, nope, they're not like that. This is one of the things with banks. Banks have a lot, of, a, a lot of good advantages. Matter of fact, if you're going to be using bond money, you're probably going to be using banks. If you need construction loans, you're probably going to be using banks. But banks like credit unions, they're a jack-of-all trade. They're not a master of one. They're doing checking, they're doing savings, they're doing CDs, they're doing car loans, boat loans, you name it. They're doing anything and everything. And when you when you tend to go to the loan officers at a lot of banks, not all all of them so again I'm you know if you work with a bank don't get mad but you know I know a lot of people um, that have worked for banks and what happens is you, they get what's called the foot traffic they're not going out there hitting the pavement every day a lot of the loan officers with the banks are just sitting in the bank and just waiting for the business to come to them they're not going out it's sort of like I always look at our industry is you have the lion and you have the gazelle a, uh, there are a lot of lions with banks but most of them are, are gazelles. They're sitting back. Again banks pretty much most of the loan officers are on a salary plus a bonus. So you know they're not straight commission. So that, that's one of the things. Now when it comes to banks again there are there are pros. The, when it comes to banks you have to understand that they're only lend, lending their money. So this could be a problem. If you go in and maybe you're on an FHA loan and maybe that's not really very good in their wheelhouse, they might tell you, well, you're not qualified for a loan. They're not gonna say, well, you could probably get a loan, but you just can't get one through us. That's the problem because you're only using their money. So if you're a square peg and they have a round hole, you're gonna have a hard time fitting in that. And that's the unfortunate thing. You know, there's a lot of fallout. There's a lot of people. Banks tend to want the cream of the crop buyers. So if you're walking in with 750 credit scores, putting down 20%, percent your salary, salaried employee, great. But what happens if you don't fit into that? You may be working with a bank, you may not. Now, the thing about banks is they're generally a little higher on the interest rates than say a mortgage broker, but they're a little bit lower on closing costs because everybody's in house. And that's the nice thing about banks is they're in house. Now, I will say this. If you are gonna use a bank, if you are gonna use a credit union, if you are gonna use a mortgage broker, get someone local. Don't go with Wells Fargo and go to some 800 number or or you walk into Bank of America and they say, oh, let me give you this 800 number, Des Moines, Iowa, and you're where I am in Tampa or somewhere else. You want someone local, out of sight, out of mind. You want someone, if things aren't going your way, you could go in there and pound in their desk and say, what the heck's going on? So just keep that in mind, but you know, they generally, everybody's in a localized area. You'll have your underwriter there, you'll have your processor there. Um, they do have some programs that they have a little bit more flexibility on because they could just decide not to sell that, but they might keep it. They might keep it in their portfolio. But. Generally speaking, um, the main thing I would probably rather choose, and I'll get into mortgage brokers in just a little bit, why well, I tend to like mortgage brokers better because a bank, the loan officer is getting paid, usually a salary plus a bonus. That's the oppositeness. So now let's talk about mortgage brokers. Um, mortgage brokers, they're basically, pretty much all of them out there, it's sink, sink or swim. They don't get paid unless they find a way to say yes so if you walk in like when I was in mortgage banking and brokering if you walked in and I'm with the broker and you were on an FHA loan program I'm probably gonna have one lender for that that, that's gonna be really really focused on FHA if you're VA you're probably going over with this lender if you're on maybe a conventional at a 5% down you're over here if it's a 20% down you're over here if it's a jumbo, it's this lender. If you go in and maybe you have low credit scores, you're over with this this lender right here. So they don't have just their money. They have everybody, now. I, everybody's money. Now I know you go into these brokers and they're like, oh, we have 50 lenders. I and mean, let's face it, most mortgage brokers will only use two or three. They'll probably have five to seven in any one time. But they are very efficient because this is all they do and they don't get paid unless they find a way to say yes. That's why I sort of break it up is there's the lions and there's the gazelles. And I would have, rather have someone that is on a straight 100% commission that if they don't find a way to say yes, they don't get paid. That's a huge motivator. So there, there is a thing with um, a little bit different with the banks, keep in mind, brokers broker out. So they, they're gonna broker out to a bank. Um, They could even be broken out to the same bank you're getting the quote from. It's pretty rare, but it could happen. But they're gonna have usually a little bit more cost because they're going to have the underwriter in house, I mean in house, but they're going to charge for that. They're going to have the un- the um, processor that they're going to charge for that. So they're going to have a little bit more cost, but they get their pricing at wholesale pricing, not retail like a bank. So it's usually going to equal out. So there's and, and if you're looking at going with bond money, you're pretty much never going to go with a broker. If you're looking at getting a construction loan, you're probably not going to go with a broker. But again, it's all about about choosing the right broker it's all about choosing the right loan officer. And you know that's what you need to do. You need to choose the right person. So I did a video, if you wanna know how to get the best interest rate, I'll put it up above, you could look at it. But let's go over what you really need to do. Um, when it comes to choosing a loan officer, you wanna always start off with your real estate agent first. Um, now maybe you could get a recommendation from your real estate agent, you could get a recommendation from friends, coworkers, but dig a little deeper, don't just get that recommendation ask him, ask say, why do you think this loan officer is so good why are you referring me to this person what is it about them that makes them so good you can also go and take a look at um, sites like Yelp go to their LinkedIn page check their website read up on them. but overall loan officers are horrible at marketing so don't hold that against them I know when I was a loan officer I wasn't the best marketer in the world so you know you, you definitely want to dig a little deeper deeper and ask him and then when you're talking to him just like interviewing a real estate agent you need to ask him two questions at least these two questions why should I work with you and why should I work with your company basically let them tell you what makes them good let them tell you why you should be working with them if they don't have an answer to those questions you really have to wonder but you know definitely talk to your real estate agent. That's a good source. And just make sure the loan officer knows what they're doing. I mean, feel free to ask them, What training do you have? I mean, I never got this when I was in a loan office, when I was a loan officer, but I had no problem. I don't have it when people ask me this as a real estate agent, if they're, if they're interviewing me or asking about my experience or how long I've been in the business or why they should work with me or what makes my company good. It's not as important as a realtor, but with a loan officer, it's everything. If you go into the Better Business Bureau and they don't have a good rating, You really have to wonder, is that someone who you want to work with? So do these and you're going to be good to go. But definitely pick a loan officer at the end of the day. Get someone that you trust. Get someone that you know is knowledgeable, who's been in the business, that you feel has the proper training. Because one thing I discuss in my video, how to get a really good interest rate, is it's more about the loan program. If you're in the wrong loan program, the interest rate doesn't matter. And if you choose a loan officer that doesn't understand different loan programs and they put you in the wrong loan program, you could have a great interest rate in that loan program, but it may not be the greatest interest rate you could get or you need. I wish you all the best of luck. If you're looking for a realtor in Tampa Bay, I would love to help you. Thanks for checking out the Expert Real Estate Tips podcast. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. We'll see you next time.